With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. ASB Classic, day number three on the ATP 250 Tour, uh, helping us out and doing a magnificent job. First crack at it. Uh, Marcus Daniel, Olympic bronze medalist and uh, doubles champ all over the place. Morning, Marcus. Morning, Stephen. How are you? I'm good, mate. Uh, last night, uh, what did you make of uh, what you saw? Now, what was the last game on? Was it Laszlo Gira against Jean Mamouna? Was that the last game on uh, inside last night? It was, and they took it the distance. Ended up a tiebreaker in the third set. Jerry got his toes over the line. Um, <laughs> it was not the best hardcore tennis I've seen in my life. Uh, I think Jerry's post-match interview, you got a glimpse of how he thought about the match. He actually looks pretty down. He just won a very, very close battle, but said that the win was the only positive that he saw in the day. Uh, so he knows he's going to have to step up his level if he's going to go deep in this tournament and go deep in Australia next week. Okay, I, I heard you talking about Ben Shelton. I think you were calling a big booming Ben with that uh, that serve of his. Beat the seventh seed, Sebastian Byers, seven six six one. I keep asking you uh, on our preview shows how deep players can go. What did you make of what you saw of Ben Shelton, who, who got the wild card, by the way, when Olga Rune pulled the pin? Yeah, Belton Shelton, we, we Belton started calling Shelton. him. That was it, Belton Shelton. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I think he's got a huge future. He uh, He's early in his in his tour days. Uh, he made a breakthrough at the end of last year. But in the middle of last year at the Cincinnati Masters, he beat Casper Ruud in straight sets. Casper Ruud being, I believe, the number four in the world right now and the number one seed here at the ASB Classic. So he obviously has quality. And... Last night, he put it on court. He has a rocket of a serve. He's got a whippy forehand that he can really attack from any part of the court. Uh, he's also just a very confident guy. You know, he, he didn't look like he was out of sorts despite not having played many ATP Tour matches. And he won in a very commanding fashion. So I think he could go deep this week. I was impressed after talking and interviewing to Chris Eubanks, who beat 2020 champion Ugo Mbear 7-6-7-6. We've been talking about backhands a lot. He's got a backhand that is, that's like a whiplash. He's six seven. It comes literally from his feet. I, I wouldn't like to be on the end of that backhand. Yeah, Chris is one of those players who just makes tennis look effortless. You know, he's... He's a very big, tall, skinny guy, and he just lets his arms fly. He's got a booming first serve, and both sides, his levers are just so long that when he's relaxed like that, the, the ball just flips off the, the whip at the end of his racket. 
And yeah, his, his backhand's got some sting on it. Okay, let's just look into today. We're moving to the second round, and some of the big guns who haven't played, they got the bye coming. So we've got the third seed, uh, Diego Schwarzman, up against J- uh, Jensen Brooksby. This is uh, the American that beat off Flash Fanini the other day. I remember you calling Brooksby just a wall to try and get through. Where does he try and beat Schwarzman today, or is Schwarzman going to be too good for him? Yeah, the the tricky thing for Brooksby is that Schwarzman's a wall as well, but he's a wall who can <laughs> attack. So I think Brooksby might be up against it today. Uh, I think he might get taught a lesson in how to both defend and then turn that defense into attack. Schwarzman is class, and I think his class and his experience is, is just going to be a little too much. What is it What is it at the moment in this tournament? And maybe it's because of this tournament, Marcus. We're seeing all these young Americans. There's Brooksby, and then there's the wild child, J.J. Wolf, who lived up to that reputation. You said he's all in. He's all in and out and over the place. I mean, what what's going on with American tennis at the moment? Yeah, that's a good question. They have a, a wide, a broad crop of younger players coming through. I think it might be a product of this college system that I feel has really got its engine going over the last decade or so. And the level of competition in that college system has become really high. So you've got a domestic uh, competition that players can cut their teeth on. And, you know, they've, they've got a lot of options in those younger players. And in those younger players, they all have huge weapons. Yeah, don't they just? They've all got monster, monster forehands and monster serves. And they're not all over six foot, some of these guys. Yuji uh, Lehechka went through last night, a bit uh, Tiago Monterey, uh, but he faces the number two seed. We, we seem to say he's ours, even though he represents Great Britain. That's probably the big loss of Tennis New Zealand uh, when Cam Norrie went to represent Great Britain because the resource was better. He believes, Cam Norrie, that he can go all the way this year. Do you believe that? Absolutely. Cam, I'm, I'm thoroughly impressed with the way that Cam's risen up the rankings in the world. He's one of the hardest workers on tour. He deserves everything he gets. He has such a tricky uh, lefty game, a big swinging lefty serve, a backhand similar to Adrian Manorino's backhand. He doesn't put much spin on it at all, but he can just place it in any part of the court. And then a heavy, spinny lefty forehand that pushes people around. And he's comfortable at home. He's gone deep in this tournament before, I believe. Making 2019 made the final. Got, be- made got, the final. got been to the final by someone we've never heard of again, Tennis Sangren. Apt first name. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, so it was I, a family think... name. By the way, it was a family name. It had nothing to do with tennis when we spoke to him about that back in 2019. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, look, Cam... Cam is quality. He's beaten some of the biggest players in the world. I think last week at the United Cup in Australia, he beat uh, Rafa Nadal. I mean, this is a guy who can who can really compete and beat the best. Uh, so I, I really do believe he's going to go deep this week. Spinny forehand. Where did you find that one? Spinny forehand. That's, that's been sitting in my head as something that I've really, I've really not enjoyed playing against my whole career. Have you have you used it in commentary yet, or are you going to use it today? Do you, uh, spinny forehand. <laughs> I don't know. I might have to get a little more descriptive than that. <laughs> hey, but we do get to see Casper By the way, his upgrade, upgraded ranking is uh, he's three in the world, and he plays uh, Laszlo oh, wow. Gira. So, what? 
what are we going to get from Kasparud? He's he's made a very quiet entry into the country. He played some golf with Brett Stephen and uh, Jeff Wilson, the former All Black at RI Links. That's the I think that's the new one up around uh, Matakana Way or up that way. Anyway, Mangawai Way. Uh, what are we going to see with Kasparud tonight? Casper, he's he's one of those players who he sort of creeps up on you. So he he goes about <laughs> his business. You. He's very professional. Say again, <laughs> a stalker. He creeps up on you. Yeah, and and I think what the fans here in New Zealand are going to be treated to is a closer glimpse at what makes him so good. He has so much weight behind, especially his forehand. When you compare spin rates of someone like Nadal, who's in a league of his own, Casper Ruud's one of the only guys on tour who comes close to getting the sort of weight behind his forehand that Nadal does. And he works incredibly hard on his footwork. He's in perfect position on every shot he hits. His serve is improving year on year. And he's just a, a quality competitor and a quality fighter. He really doesn't have many holes in his game. I was, and that, that's what makes him a world-class player. Marcus, I was talking to someone yesterday about the length of rallies I have witnessed this week in the men's tournament and been thoroughly enthralled with the, the you know, 20, 30 sort of shot rallies. But the class of each shot that has been produced, do you think on the tour it has got better? Oh, absolutely. The The game is evolving and it's evolving fast. I think uh, Federer and Nadal lifted the level of tennis almost themselves uh, in the earlier stages of their careers. And since then, it's just been on a this almost impossible trajectory. You know, you had Novak Djokovic who came along and added an, another sort of angle of dynamism and physicality to the sport and flexibility. And the way these guys can move around the tennis court these days is, is breathtaking. The, the amount of ground that they can cover. And I remember uh, calling the J.J. Wolf-Manorino match yeah. and their the end of that match, the quality of tennis, I, I was blown away. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you have to look at Manorino as now being one of the, the older guys on the tour, but there was a backhand that he whipped off his feet uh, cross-court for a winning shot. I think it was down the line. I went, man, it even, it even lifts the older guys on the tour. Yeah, and, and it's not just the physicality of getting to these balls. Then, you know, the, the presence of mind and the, the strength in the body that you need to stay balanced through a shot when you're just being pushed back and, and wide on a court, it, it it's really impressive and you know, I only think it's going to keep improving. I was I was disappointed that John Isner went out yesterday. I watched his match against the, the French qualifier, Gregoire Barrea, uh, who, you know, he won the first set, needed to go all the way, Barrea. But i got to say, and, I, and you can call me out on this one, but it was only Isner's first match of the season, but he just looked tired as if he'd had enough. Like, ah, oh, you know, I'm almost done with the tour. He even admitted on our pregame show that he's his, even he's, he said, I've been doing this for 17 years, but I still struggle with the, you know, the demands of the tour. Maybe we're seeing the farewell, we've seen the part of the farewell tour. Oh, look, I wouldn't be surprised. John Isner's been on tour for so long. He's had so much success. He's got a couple of young kids now, I believe, and, and you know, the tour is, is demanding. You're, you're on the road for 30, 40 weeks of the year, and, and that's a lot. Uh, and I, I wouldn't be surprised. I, you know, he's probably in his mid to late 30s 37, now, I, believe, I think, John. 37. 37, yeah. Uh, I'm sure he's feeling different niggles in his body. It gets worse as you get older. Uh, you probably don't know about that, Stephen, but, yeah, it, it, <laughs> it, really, it really takes a lot out of your body, and... 
And I think we've seen the uh, the golden period of John Isner. He's had huge successes, huge wins in his career, and, and maybe maybe he's happy to wind it yeah, down. Yeah, deserves a break, as you do from me. Uh, Marcus Daniel, I will talk to you a little bit later on. Thanks for your time, pal. Thanks a lot, Stephen. You're more than welcome. Marcus Daniel, one of the good guys, and having his first crack at tennis, tennis commentary with Sky on Sky Sport 3 this week and doing, I've got to say, doing a magnificent job. He was built for the job. 8.44 here on MacIver for Breakfast, brought to you by Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day.